You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we break the rules that say we have to leave ourselves behind in pursuit of success. I'm Brooke Monahan, and I created the show for purpose-driven business owners. Together, we'll talk about how to go for your goals, have an impact, all while honoring yourself, your desires, and your values. Welcome back to another episode of Transcend Your Dichotomy. I cannot believe that this show is continuing. Can I just tell you, how have I recorded, I think this is episode 166 that I'm recording right now, 166 episodes. Have I told you lately how much I love you and appreciate you for being here listening to this show? It is wild to me. It's wild. Every single morning, I just want you to know this, I am talking to you every single morning. I wake up and I make my coffee and I feed my dog Socrates and then I go out onto my balcony and I get some sunlight on my face and I think about what I am grateful for and every single day what is on that list is my husband, my dog, Socrates, and y'all. Truly. I cannot believe that I get to do what I do. I really can't. And... I get to do it because you all continue to show up and I just appreciate you so much. Now, in today's episode, if you are new to this podcast, by the way, this is a perfect episode for you to start on because we are really getting into this concept of transcending your dichotomy. Like we are diving in deep and I had planned on being a little bit more on the nose in this episode today, but then... Uh, the past few days happened, and I am continuing to notice a theme in a lot of the conver- the coaching conversations that I've been having, and whenever that happens, I know that it is an indicator that I need to talk to y'all about it, um, because if it keeps coming up, then chances are it's coming up for you as well. And before I get into the thrust of this episode, which is, can you shortcut business growth, which you may be surprised by what I have to say on this. Um, I did want to tell you two things. The first thing is at the end of this episode, toward the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you why right now, if you're listening to this live, it is uh, February 2023. If you're listening to this live, why right now is a really good time to start coaching with me if you have thought about joining one of my programs. Um, and the other thing is, even if you, if, if that's not your, your thing right now and you just want to keep listening and you're enjoying the podcast, I wanted to ask you if you would please leave me a rating and a review and recommend the show to somebody who you know needs to hear it because it makes a huge difference. And this year I am really trying to go in on, um, growing my platforms and, um, I've been putting a lot of effort into this show and I want more people to listen to the content that I've been creating. Okay. without further ado. Is it possible to shortcut business growth? Listen to me, y'all. A few years ago, one of the things that I used to love to say is, like, you can't shortcut growth. And I still think that. I still believe that. But I also believe, deep down in my bones, that we make things so much more fucking complicated than they need to be And from that perspective, we could be taking a whole lot of shortcuts and like cutting out so much of the bullshit. So today I'm going to propose that maybe it is possible to shortcut business growth 
in comparison to the way that you might be approaching your business now. Now, <clears throat> I have touched on this concept before, um, or some of the concepts that we're going to talk about today. I recorded an episode a while ago that was basically about like, if you're searching for the easy way, it's ultimately going to burn you out, um, which sounds counterintuitive. But we're going to talk about why that is today. And I think that we all need a little bit of a refresher. And I also want to introduce some new thoughts on this and talk about it in a slightly different way, because sometimes you just need to hear it presented in a different way or at a different time. And I don't want to just leave that in the archives of this podcast because it needs to be repeated. Now, if you are new around here, as I said, um, this is a great episode to get into because if you're wondering about the title of the show, Transcend Your Dichotomy, we are getting right into that and we're going to get into it immediately with this concept of the dichotomy between something being emotionally hard and something being hard from like a hard work perspective. Now, I do not care who you are. There are things that you could do today to make traction in your business. There is money that you could make. There are opportunities you could get. There are things that you could learn. Or there are even just asks that you could finally get out of the way. Things that you could finally ask for and get off your list. Whether they're a yes or not, just move on. Right? And sometimes those steps, those things that you could be doing to make traction show up in the form of like this kind of soft, whispery voice in the back of your head that's like keeps coming up and being like, hey, when are you finally going to do this thing? Or like a voice that's like, you know, quiet, but just like, maybe it's time that we finally launch that thing. What about this thing that you really want to do, right? Sometimes the, the thing that you could do to make traction isn't so soft, it's something that is right there in your face, but you are telling yourself that you can't do it that way or you shouldn't do it that way. And other times it might not even be on your radar right now and you need an outside perspective. But in any case, the thing that is going to get you the traction is pretty much always going to be emotionally vulnerable. Okay? It is not going to feel comfy. <laughs> most of the time. Um, it's going to open you up to potential rejection or criticism or uncertainty. And when that happens, what follows is usually one of two things. When you know, when, and when I say when that happens, what I mean is when you feel that feeling of, oh, but that would be, you know, vulnerable, then usually one of two things happens. Either you make up a story about why you shouldn't even bother doing that thing for all of the reasons, you know, all of these reasons and all of the reasons that it's not going to work and is just going to be a time and energy sink and it's just going to be too hard and you don't want to, or you don't even seriously entertain it as an option. <laughs> it's like comes up in your mind and you're like, yeah, that's not something I'm going to do. I can't do that yet. Right. And then to avoid doing the thing that you could do that would make you traction, that would make traction for you in your business, you come up with a way more complicated plan that is going to take way more work and tell yourself that if you can just do all of these other things instead, set up the email funnel, figure out a way to finally, um, you know, grow your Instagram following, 
uh, you know, build a brand new course, whatever it is, then people will come and find you without you having to put yourself out there. So let me just recap, okay? There are things that you could do today that would make you traction in your business. It could be literal money that you can make today. It could be a client you could sign. It could be an opportunity you could get. It could just be that you finally send the fucking pitch, right? And those things, whether you're conscious of them or not, are usually going to be emotionally challenging and vulnerable. And to avoid that feeling of vulnerability, it is a lot easier emotionally to create a different, way more elaborate plan that cause, that's going to require a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes work that you're telling yourself at the end of it, then people will come and find you, and then you won't have to put yourself out there and expose yourself to the potential rejection or criticism or whatever it may be, right? And this is how we use hard work and overthinking in our businesses to avoid vulnerability and end up in situations that are both draining and also ineffective. And this is why I rail against this dichotomy of there's the thing that I want to do, but then there's the thing that I should do. Then there's the thing that would be actually strategic for me to do. And I should just leave behind the things that like I actually want to do. And I should instead go fully into strategy mode or best practice mode or what I think I'm supposed to do or the right way to do things. Because that option is rarely truly strategic. It is rarely deliberate or intentional. It is usually avoidance. I'm not saying business strategy is not important. I am not saying that it doesn't matter. It does matter. But what I'm saying is when you're doing something the way that you think you're supposed to do it, because it feels more comfortable than just going directly toward the thing that you actually want to do, taking the next step that continues to present itself and talking yourself out of why it's not going to work. If you're trying to avoid those things by and, and are instead doing the thing that you think that you're supposed to do, it is not strategic. It looks strategic. You can tell yourself it's strategic. It is not. And it usually doesn't work. Case in point. How many people, how many people have you seen present some kind of blueprint, roadmap, easy three-step solution, opt-in, template, whatever the fuck, you sign up for it, you download it, you go through the whole thing of following all of the steps, and then it just doesn't work. It's not that it isn't working because it is bullshit, most of the time, I think that people who are putting that stuff out there are great at what they do. And it could work really well for somebody if it were actually strategic. The problem is it is misaligned because the reason that you're reaching for it is because you're reaching for certainty. You're reaching for a more passive way to get what you want instead of having to put yourself out there in a way that is emotionally challenging or vulnerable.
So how do you find the way out of this? And I'm going to go ahead and say that if this is the way that you're currently approaching things, if you continue to fall back into the right way to do things, the best practices, the way you're supposed to do stuff, if you're continuing to fall back into, I'm going to create the master plan for all the things that I need to do instead of just making direct asks, (laughs) actually putting the the thing out there that you want to put out there, actually launching the thing, actually moving forward on the creative project, actually pitching yourself seriously and putting effort into the pitch, (laughs) right? Um, If that's the way you're approaching this, then I'm going to go ahead and say that there's another way that could be a shortcut in comparison to what you're doing right now. And it is the more vulnerable option. And so how do we find it? How do you find what that thing is that's sitting right in front of you, that next step that you could be taking that just doesn't seem obvious to you right now? Um, There's a show on Apple Plus. Not sure if you've seen it. It's called Mythic Quest. I have been watching it and I think it's really funny. And there was an episode that I just watched the other day where, so the premise of this show is that they are, um, they work for a video game. They're video game designers and producers. And they get this new office and it's like really um, modern and like high tech looking and it's literally just like all white and the the elevator like just the elevator door just totally blends into the wall and somebody comes down in the elevator and gets out of the elevator and nobody's in the office and then they can't figure out how to get back into the elevator because they can't even see the door or the button or anything because everything's like designed to be like real sleek. It reminds me of like Zara if you've ever been into a Zara oftentimes their door into their stock room just like blends right into the wall it's really bizarre anyways um and when I was thinking about this episode I was thinking about that that that's almost what it feels like when you're like there has to be a thing that I could be doing that would be easier than this and I cannot fucking see what it is but I know it has to be right in front of me when you're feeling that way it is so tempting to be like, oh, maybe the thing that I'm missing is that strategy for or that best practice. Let me go on YouTube and like search for like how to, you know, do X, Y, Z. But really what I'm going to propose is that usually the thing that you're missing is actually like your intuition. It's actually the thing that is whispering at you, tapping at you in the back of your mind. Um, it's come up a bunch of times before and you are not even considering it as a real option because consciously or unconsciously, you're trying to protect yourself. So what I think is if you keep going, you will eventually find it. You will eventually figure it out. But the only way to shortcut that is to challenge yourself to think differently. That's it. You have to challenge yourself to think about things differently. It's not going to happen by working harder. It's not going to happen by trying harder at things that you've already tried that haven't gotten you results. You have to do differently and to do differently, you have to think differently and vice versa because, well, we're going to get into that in a moment, but ultimately you can't just do the thinking part. You actually have to do the doing part. So what I want to propose you do is I want you to make a list of all of the things that you could do to grow your business. All of the ideas of the, all those million ideas that you have, of things that you could do to move forward, things that you might want to do. 
And then I want you to take note of all of the reasons that you're telling yourself not to do that. And literally ask yourself, what if all of those reasons are total bullshit? Like, I don't want to Gary V you and be like, you're just making excuses because, you know, it's not an excuse. It's actually like a totally unconscious way for us to protect ourselves. Um, That, by the way, is going to look different for every single person just based on things that you've been through and like, you know, your own specific experiences. But I do want you to ask yourself, what if... The things that you're telling yourself about how hard it's going to be or how it's not worth your time or how it's not going to work or how you have to do it this way or how if you do that, then you've got to do it this way because that's the only way to but what if it is literally all bullshit and what if for like a day you just tried to like move forward as though actually the exact opposite is true. (laughs) Like... Just whatever you think, just try the opposite. It sounds so simple. And this isn't something that I would ordinarily like make a whole podcast episode about. But I think sometimes, like case in point, I like to try to make this concept maybe more complicated than it really is. But this is what it comes down to. Let me give you an example. Um, I was having a conversation with my own coach recently and she was challenging me to go bigger in terms of pitches that I was sending. And I basically said something to her to the effect of like, yeah, but like pitching like X, Y, and Z feels like it's just going to be a massive time suck. Um, it's going to take a whole bunch of time and effort and ultimately like they're going to say no anyway. I feel comfortable enough with my coach at this point to just like admit that that's the way that I'm thinking about things, right? And then I realized through this conversation with her and her reflecting the things back to me, like, if I keep telling myself that, like, then I am going to continue to avoid simply making the ask that I need to make and going for the thing that ultimately I eventually want. Why am I waiting? Why am I waiting? (laughs) Because it feels vulnerable to send the pitches. It doesn't need to be a huge time suck. It doesn't need to take a whole bunch of my time and energy. The only reason it's taking a whole bunch of my time and energy is because when I go to sit down to send the pitch, I am telling myself all of these stories about why I shouldn't even bother because they don't want to hear from me. If I stop telling myself that story, then I could write the email the way that I write emails to anyone else and just fucking send it and be done with it and move on. The issue is not really that it has to be a huge waste of time and energy. The issue is that it is opening me up to potential rejection or criticism and It's a lot easier for me to tell myself that it is going to be hard and I shouldn't bother than it is for me to tell myself or admit to myself or notice that I don't feel like I belong there. What if all of these stories about how difficult it's going to be, how it's not going to work, what if Those are all attempts for us to guard ourselves from real feelings of inadequacy or not belonging. 
I don't know. But what I do know is the simplest way that I have found to stop making things so fucking complicated is to take note of all of the reasons that I'm telling myself I can't or it isn't going to work and literally just say, what if that's not true? What if it gets to be easy? What if it gets to be simple? What if people are waiting for me to send this pitch? Right? And then to take action as though those things are true. And I'm going to be honest with you. Some days this is not accessible to me. Some days um, I just can't do this. <laughs> and sometimes I have clients who it takes months before they can really start to hear themselves enough to even challenge it, or they can really start to hear themselves enough to even say, oh, that's the thing that I'm avoiding, right? Um, sometimes it takes a long time, but that doesn't mean that it isn't the real work. And I'm going to go ahead and say that if we focused on challenging ourselves to think differently, and if we focused on the stories that we're telling ourselves, and if we challenged ourselves to maybe move forward as though things were going to work out and things didn't need to be so complicated and so difficult, that would be way more of a shortcut to our business growth than anyone's fucking blueprint. Because the blueprint is a reach for certainty and entrepreneurship is uncertain. The faster, the sooner that you accept that and you stop trying to avoid that and you stop trying to regulate your nervous system by doing things the right way or doing things the way you think you're supposed to be doing them or just following the best practices so that you can cross your fingers and hope that then things are going to come through and ultimately avoid having to put yourself out there. The sooner that you can accept that there is just going to be a certain level of uncertainty and vulnerability and that you might be rejected. You might be criticized. The sooner you get it, the faster you are going to grow. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because if you try to avoid it, you are going to way overcomplicate things. This spectrum between emotionally challenging and hard work. We avoid what is emotionally challenging by creating plans that are way, way more difficult and in reality are going to take way more time and effort than if we just did the thing that was emotionally hard and then went and took a fucking nap. So here's the thing. Once you challenge yourself to think differently, you then need to take action. Like whenever you can get there, right? It's not gonna happen immediately. You might listen to this episode and be like, you know what? Fuck you, Brooke. You are way oversimplifying this. It's not that easy. And there isn't like, there isn't another thing that I could do that would make things easier. That's fine. That whatever. Sometimes, uh, you know, that happens and, you know, you can come back after you process. That's totally fine. Or maybe this episode just isn't for you. That's fine too. But <laughs> when you do process it and when you do get it, when it is accessible for you to challenge the way that you're thinking about things and say to yourself, what if things do get to be easy? What if I do get to just decide at any moment to just figure this thing out? What if I do get to just grow this business easily? What if there is somebody sitting there with a $20,000 check that they want to give me? When you can start to challenge that and accept that, 
whenever you get there, whatever, whenever it happens for you, you need to move. You need to take action. It's not going to be accessible every day. But when you do get there, that is when you take action. Because it will become habit for you to move in this way, which by the way, it yes, it can be emotionally difficult, um, but it is way more fucking sustainable. And also, uh, I would much rather you listen to yourself than listen to anyone else's way of running your business, because at the end of the day, you're here to do really important work and I need you putting your effort behind your ideas and not everybody else's ideas, right? But if you start to do things this way, it will become habit and it will become less emotionally difficult. But only if you actually take action. You cannot think your way out of the current way that you are doing business. Because once you see the door, that shortcut door, that vulnerable way forward that will make you traction, if you don't walk through it, you are going to reinforce the same pattern. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people, if you listen to this this show, chances are you are into some amount of like mindset work or self-help or personal development, something like that. You've probably listened to books on maybe money mindset or getting your energy into alignment or whatever it is. Whatever your thing is, whatever works for you is great. But most people listen and don't act. And you cannot expect that you're going to take this in through osmosis, through just listening to me, but not actually move differently and think that anything is going to change. You have to move differently to, first of all, get different results, but also to reinforce this new way of thinking. If you can get yourself to a place where you, even for five minutes, can sit in a new way of thinking where things get to be easier and then you can move forward as though that is true. You just took one action to reinforce that way of thinking about things, right? So you need to take action to actually change the way that you are thinking about things and in order for that to become habit. That happens over time. Now, this is why... I really want to urge you and invite you, if you have been listening to this show for any period of time and you have found it helpful, if you have been in my orbit and you like the work that I'm doing and you already know that if you could implement this, things would change for you, I really want to invite you to check out Transcend Your Dichotomy Training Camp. This is a program that I have been running for years at this point. I have put so much work into this program. Listen, it is a hybrid program. It is not just a course. It is a coaching relationship with me, but it's also not the kind of coaching relationship where you're just going to show up and see what happens. I have a process. And in that program, you are going to get access to actual learning modules that are going to present some mindset shifts and different ways of thinking about things that I think are central to approaching your business in a way that is actually sustainable for you and aligned with your values. But in addition to that, you have a container 
that is there for you to practice moving differently. So you have the learning modules, but you also have office hours with me and direct access to me where I am available to coach you through the specific things that are coming up for you in your business because this work is going to lead you down a different path from every other person in the program. So I don't teach blueprints you know, from a business strategy perspective. I teach you to shift the way that you're thinking about things and come to your own answers. And when you do, then I hold a space for you to move differently And I'm also there to fill in the gaps. Anything that I know from a business perspective is available to you. You want to talk about things that are going on with clients. You want to talk about challenges that you're having with selling something or marketing. You want to talk about how to start your own podcast or how to get going on a different platform. You can ask me and I will tell you anything that I know. And if I'm not the person to to help you, I will help you to find where you can get that information or point you in the right direction. Now, this is an ongoing group program. There's four months worth of content that you initially work through in training camp. And at that point, you can stick around for as long as you want to continue to have a really accessible coaching relationship with me. My one-on-one coaching is an investment. By the way, I do have one-on-one spots available and we can go through the same curriculum privately. But if you know, a $1,500 a month investment is not accessible for you right now, then you can pick a sliding scale tier to have a coaching relationship with me in training camp. And you can stay there for as long as you want. And you have access to my ongo- my coaching calendar for um, one-off coaching sessions on a sliding scale. You also get access to the entire Aligned Business Portal, which is a brand new product that I just put out that brings you through how to craft a new offer and all of the sustainable marketing behind that offer. And once you finish the content and training camp, if you want to graduate into my more supportive and in-depth program, the Rule Breakers Crew, then you have a private invitation waiting for you there as well. Now I'm gonna tell you why right now is a really great time for you to join us. On March 7th, We are having a connection call, which we do only every two months. And this is where everyone from training camp and Rule Breakers crew all gets to come together on a call together. And we have breakout rooms where you can meet each other and learn about what's going on in each other's businesses and build some connections with people who are also committed to growing their business in a really sustainable and values aligned way. Because I'm going to tell you something. First of all, community is everything. We need each other. And People in my spaces support each other. I don't even know what's going on and I'll see a collaboration come up between two people in one of my spaces and it just fucking, like, it just melts my heart. I love it so much. Um, But the other thing is, it's really important that you have people reflecting back to you that you do not need to follow all of the rules of what random people on on the internet are telling you you have to do to grow your business. There is enough of that out there. You need people reflecting a different way back to you. We're doing that on March 7th. So if you get into training camp before then, that is a perfect time to start because you can come on that call and meet everybody. And also... I am going to be running a live session um, in place of module two, which is all about visioning. So that is usually something that is self-led. But for everybody who joins um, before that March 7th call, 
um, I'm going to be inviting you to do that visioning session with me live. Uh, it's one of the most important foundational and um, impactful modules in the program. And so we're going to do that together. So if you want to check that out, go to brooke-monahan.com. You can go to the work with me page um, and click through to transcend your dichotomy training camp and you'll see an application or a place where you can book a call with me. If you have any questions about it and you just want to talk about it or ask me any questions, just send me an email, brooke at brooke-monahan.com. We can talk about whether or not it's a fit for you. I don't do hard sales. I have had numerous people tell me uh, it's really interesting being on a call with you to talk about your programs because you just don't force me to do anything. Um, I just don't really, it's not my thing. Not my thing at all. I do not want you joining my program because I told you that you should. It is antithetical to everything that I teach in the program. I need you showing up because you want to be there. Otherwise, it's really not worth either of our time. So send me an email if you want to chat about it. I believe in this work in my bones. It is what I practice every single day in my own business. I have been teaching it for years and I'm really proud of the curriculum that I have built. I know that if you do it, you will see a shift and I want to invite you to join me. So brooke-monahan.com. You will find everything about Transcend Your Dichotomy Training Camp there and I hope to see you inside. Transcend Your Dichotomy is a production of Passion and Process Collaborative, LLC. The show is produced by me, Brooke Monahan, with production and marketing support from Julia Pink. Crunch Ranjani creates blog posts from some of our episodes, which you can find on the episode page at brooke-monahan.com podcast, along with a transcript of today's episode and any other resources I shared today. If you're ready to put this work into action, head to brooke-monahan.com to learn more about Transcend Your Dichotomy training camp and coaching with me. Love y'all. See you next week.